Welcome to the American Contractor Show, the show that's all about American contractors living the American dream. I'm your host, John Dye. Each episode, we'll introduce you to contractors just like you who have beaten the odds and leveled up their game to become the dominant force in their markets. Together, we'll explore the tools and tactics that unlock the secrets to their success. Join me as we begin the journey that leads to the realization of your American dream. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of the American Contractor Show. I'm your host, John Dye, and welcome to the show, everyone. I'm so glad that you're here joining us once again as we uh, celebrate Independence Week this week. Happy 4th of July, everyone. I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for America. I'm thankful that we're able to have these discussions and grow. And, you know, we named this show the American Contractor Show on purpose because I believe that we have the greatest nation in the world to help entrepreneurs really reach their full potential. And that's what this is really all about is helping people become all that they can be. And this episode is really special to me today because we're going to get to talk about that and some of the things that uh, the most successful entrepreneurs do and who they connect with and why they connect with these minds that help them uh, go to that level and, and, and really become who they really were meant to be. And that's, that's what the American Contractor Show is all about. That's what being an American Contractor is all about, is that opportunity to become amazing. And, and you know, coming from someone who, you know, my family, uh, I'm, I'm, my dad's side, they're from, you know, they immigrated here years ago, generations ago. My mother's side, though, my mother was an immigrant. My grandfather, he used to literally uh, come over in the 50s and 60s and actually had a, a social security card from that age, from that time where uh, he was a migrant worker that would come over to the United States for the opportunity to actually work and uh, work the fields in California and Texas and New Mexico and Arizona. And that was the world that he came from. And, and now looking into this now, I'm, you know, two generations from that. And it's like, we have such an amazing opportunity and I'm so thankful for what this nation provides in the, in the, the, the willingness in the entrepreneur spirit that exists within our culture and within uh, our industry. So thank you so much for watching this today. I'm excited about it. And we're going to talk about coaches today and why successful contractors have coaches. And this is one of the most key elements. I don't believe that you can be as successful as you should be without having someone with you, working with you and helping you. And this goes so much beyond just the numbers and the money and everything else. It makes you a better person and actually a better entrepreneur. And that's what this is really all about is becoming the best that you can be. And coaches are really, really important for that aspect. And you think about coaching in, in terms of sports and other things that we, the more mainstream type of coaching that we're more used to. It's really important to understand that there's business coaches as well that can help you and bring you to the next level. So thank you for uh, for joining us today. And we're going to get into that topic here in a little bit. But before I move on too quickly, I also uh, want to make sure you guys have heard about Hail Trace. Hail Trace is amazing at what they're doing. They are mapping hail, uh, hail maps for you all across the nation. When, they, when the hail falls, they know where it's at. And they, uh, they actually use meteorologists, which is really cool. Most uh, hailed companies don't actually have that. They actually use meteorologists, which produce the most high-quality maps that you can actually stand behind. If you don't know about Hail Trace and haven't checked them out, go to HailTrace.com and check them out. Go talk to them. Tell them we sent you over, and uh, they'll take really good care of you, I'm sure. And also, by the way, if you guys have not heard about the Catalyst Group, this is uh, well, probably this is the last week we're going to be using the Catalyst Group's backdrop. 
uh, that we borrowed <laughs> for until our, ours is made. But if you guys haven't heard about the Catalyst Group, you got to check them out. They are a free resource for you to be a part of as a contractor, as a vendor. You got to pay, but as a contractor, you can join them for free and get access to the highest level of vendor relations and understand exactly what's going on in the industry as well as a lot of educational uh, material that's there to help you become really good to just like the American contractor show. So if you're not a member yet of the catalyst group, check them out, go to the catalystgroup.co and sign up for that. Today we have two members of the catalyst group with us, Jim Johnson and Danny Kerr, and we're going to bring them on here in a minute. And they're going to talk about their approaches to uh, coaching and what, what coaching really means to them and why these guys that use coaching are so successful because of their coaching abilities. And I think that these two, uh, these two are some of our premier in our industry that, that premier coaches in our industry, in our space that really bring a great, uh, a great amount of knowledge and know-how. So we're going to have them on here in just a minute. Before that, I want to show this video. This was something that Jim Johnson and his team produced. And um, it's really cool to see. I was, when I saw this, I was blown away. And I'm like, I got to show the world this. I got to show you guys this because it really tells a story of what a coach's life is really like and why they do what they do and what they really believe. So we're going to show this and then we're going to bring these guys right in and we'll talk about it. I remember every time we get a call that changes what we do. It changes the way that we look at how we help uh, the people that we get involved with. It's not so much about the business. It's not so much about the money. It's not even so much about like hiring new people and providing great service to their clients. It's about the guy. It's about that person having problems in his world that he's struggling with. Those are the calls that really make it pretty impactful for us. Those are the calls that give us that rewarding feeling of doing something good uh, for the rest of the planet. So, so one of our biggest concepts is this idea of believing. And uh, it's a thing that will change the mindset of a person. Uh, you have to have that peace first before anything else can happen. Uh, if you don't have belief, you'll never take action. If you don't have belief, you'll never put together a plan. If you don't have belief, you won't get somebody else to follow you because you don't believe in whatever that thing is that you're after. And so we apply this to this concept of believing in champions. And it really has a lot to do with uh, how fortunate I was growing up. Uh, I didn't have the greatest family situation. And I didn't have parents that were uh, big believers in me. And I got lucky. I had a neighbor across the street that uh, literally came up to me and said, I believe in you. It's the first time ever in my entire life. Without that one moment, I wouldn't be where I'm at today somebody finally believed in me. There's facets of your life, the relationships uh, that you have with people, how you interact with your family and others, um, how you build off of uh, a relationship has so much impact to that person and their life. Uh, every single person you come in contact with, they're judging you. They're figuring out, hey, are you valuable to me or not? And uh, we have a choice to choose to either be valuable or not. And what I mean by that, like, can I share something with you that's something that could possibly change not just your life, but everybody else that you come in contact with? That's, that is the cool part. You know, that whole butterfly effect, the pebble in the pond, you know, being that uh, thing that starts the ripple. 
Uh, that's a cool part, but it's not about us being that, it's about you seeing that and going and being that. And that's that's some powerful stuff right there. And Jim Johnson and his team, I, I really appreciate you guys putting this together, making this a reality because I think it really does tell the story of what contractors do and uh, what coaches do and why it helps them so much. So uh, let's bring Jim and Danny in and let's let's discuss this a little bit. And, you know, you guys, welcome to the show, first off. Thank you so much for being in here today. Thanks for having us, John. Yeah, Yeah, super pumped to be here, man. It's so cool to have uh, both of you here because you guys have um, influenced an entire industry and, and you guys are, are doing things that are on a whole other level and, and see so much. And I, I really appreciate you guys doing this. And I want to talk about this video. First off, Jim, this is amazing. Thank you for putting this together. You guys and your team really did a great job with this. Yeah. Uh, every time I watch, I'm like, uh, it's a little bit weird to kind of see yourself talk, but it is why we do what we do. Um, it's It's more than just about the business. It's about that person leading that business, people that work for him and with him, his family, his dreams, his goals, uh, that impact that uh, he's probably going to have on the people around him and maybe the legacy he'll leave behind or she. Yeah. And that's, and that's really cool to see that. And I think that it's one of those things where I know you and Danny both are so um, it's not about the numbers. It's not about, the uh i mean that all comes along with it as well but at the end of the day like coaching is is really about people and building the the person up and letting the person be all that they can be and that's what you guys do and i think that it's it's something that is so overlooked especially amongst our industry because contractors were uh we're pretty prideful people <laughs> In general, I think people are pretty prideful in general and, and seeking help out is not always the easiest thing. Um, but I want to talk about that because I think that this is one of those conversations that most contractors probably don't necessarily want to have or aren't super comfortable to have because you, you got to have a lot of self-awareness about yourself in order to even seek out a coach. Um, but let's talk about the, 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 the human element involved here and what you guys are doing and how this affects people and some of the stuff that you guys have seen and some of the changes that you've seen amongst uh, as contractors grow, like what are some of the hurdles and stuff? Sure. Go ahead, Danny. So yeah. Danny, I'm going to start with you. Like, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. Um, I think that you just said something like meet people from a human level, but like one of the biggest things I realized with all of us is we're all humans. We're all just, Kind of flawed and we've all got ideas and we're all great at certain things and terrible at other things and just because you found yourself in this position of owning a company and being in charge of lots of people and doesn't mean you know everything right and, and vice versa for me right even as a coach um somebody who works within you know tons of different organizations doesn't mean that i'm perfect right i'm one hu human being in a sea of other people and i think for anyone to become truly great in their craft or what they do, you have to be humble. Otherwise, if it's only up to you, it's one brain trying to conquer the world versus utilizing a team of people around you, right? Um, even at BTA, I mean, our coaches are amazing, but we have 300 other contractors that supply help to one another. And even that in itself, that peer group stuff that we do is is incredible to watch. I'd say long-term is probably the bigger part of what we do. Um, and you have to be open to that. And if you're not, 
you'll get really good at what you're good at and you're going to get really blindsided by the stuff you're not. So. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And that's, and that's the reality of it. You don't know what you don't know. And as a contractor, that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. Um, Jim, like, what do you think is the biggest reason why contractors hesitate when they start to think about the fact uh, of whether or not they need a coach or, or understanding that a part of it? Honestly, I think it's a bit of pride. Um, we want to we want to do this thing on our own. We want to be able to sit at the end and say, hey, I was able to do this all by myself. Um, I think is where a lot of that comes from. But uh, I haven't seen too many great things where somebody did it all by themselves. Uh, I played a lot of sports growing up, and I wouldn't have gotten anywhere near uh, the accomplishments that I had without those coaches and the other players and the practice and all the sharing of information that we did. And uh, I always see this thing all the time of like, well, I got to fail forward. Like I, I really kind of despise that comment. Like, well, if somebody's already failed and gone forward, can I just skip to where they are and learn all that stuff so I don't have those failures? And then I can make these new ones that push me even further. Um, so, you know, if somebody's been that path before and can help you get to where you need to be a little bit quicker, why wouldn't you take that route? Why would you experience all that failure? Why would you experience all that heartache? Why would you maybe make that mistake that could take your whole business down if you don't have to? So yeah, yeah and that's really, the that's the key is yeah you're but, able to you're able to really fast forward and elevate a lot quicker with the use of a coach. Yeah, go ahead, oh, go ahead John. Go, <laughs> you go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. Is there something that's totally insane? Think about if you want to become an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. Think about the years of time and education and things you go through, which are required to be able to just just enter the the, the the job world of doing your career. And then think about an entrepreneur. Right. We're just kind of given free range, and we're just like they're just like, okay, here's the keys to the kingdom. Go go try it out, right? And some of us make it to these large organizations through what I call largely just piss and vinegar. Right. We've, we've got a lot of go and and it's on the front end. It looks great. But on the back end, there's all these things that we were never formally trained to do that we have to kind of learn on the fly. And those who are open to learning, figure it out. And those who just think that piss and vinegar is going to work forever, they burn out. And it's it seems it always has seemed a little bit insane to me how much freedom, which is great that we have it as an entrepreneur. I love the fact that I could just start a business and say, say, go when I want to. But in comparison to these other professional careers, we're kind of left in the dark in the sense of direction. Yeah, it's it's really why why we started it, Danny, is, uh, you know, working at AccuLinks, I got to go in these back offices of all these contractors and uh, and it would, wouldn't take long to convince them that AccuLinks was a pretty good thing. But then there was all these questions. I was like, so how'd you grow your business? And what would you do with subcontractors versus employees? And it's all these questions, question after question after question. I'm like, there isn't really a school for any of this kind of stuff. Somebody should maybe help these guys out and uh, maybe create that, I don't know, master's level piece of information that entrepreneurs need. You you hit the nail on the head. We, we always talk about contractors and how easy of a business it is to get into, right? It takes a business license, a hammer, and a truck, hopefully. Um, and, and so same thing for entrepreneur. Go get a business license. Hey, I'm in business. 
but do you actually know how to run that business? Do you know how to develop a strategy? Do you know how to follow a plan? Do you understand finance? Do you understand all the legal stuff that goes behind it with organizing your corporation and how you should do it in the best way to tax plan? Uh, do you understand how to actually teach other people and how to lead other people? And all of those things really add up to the success or failure of a contractor or any entrepreneur for that matter, including myself. Uh, I'm still learning. I look at it every day as like this huge learning experience. And uh, the last two years I've spent totally invested in learning how to learn online. I guess just what I've been about because I want to be able to provide even better information that sticks better uh, with the people that we coach. Uh, I think coaches uh, do the same thing that anybody else does. They're always striving to get better at what they do. Yeah, I totally agree. And I want to talk about this too, from an emotional side. I think that, you know, too, too often though, you know, we look at this from a numbers and sense kind of thing. A dollar how many how many dollars can a coach bring us like we almost look at a coach like they're going to come in and like fix our business and fix our company when really they're there to fix us as people and a lot of the decisions that contractors make are uh, emotional decisions and we see that you know all the time in our businesses i think that you guys have both i'm sure seen it where contractors just they see what they want they go after it and that's what that's the entrepreneur spirit, spirit within them. That's the creativity within them that has to come out one way or another, at least for a true entrepreneur. But I want to talk about the emotional part of this. Like, how do you guys help contractors when it comes to them um, becoming all that they can be on the emotional side as well? Yeah. You, as an entrepreneur, Danny, Danny, you can start with sure. this. I say typically as an entrepreneur, you, you live outside of your comfort zone. Right, you're you're always forging a path into something new, and you're usually sprinting towards that thing. I always call it like sprinting towards the black hole of unknown, and that can be a very intimidating thing. And I watch, as a lot of us, it, it's it's just a part of being human. We get emotional, right? Like I, I'll say, I'll be the first to say, I've cried every year I've ever run a business. I've brought myself to tears because <laughs> I'm just like this sucks, right? <laughs> and at some level, I have to be able to bring back the cognitive side of my brain and be able to cognitively think through like. What, what's going on? Why is it happening? Objectively, what's really going on? And how can I make the best decisions moving forward? And it's easy to get caught in the emotional side of like, well, this person's trying to screw me or these people just don't know how to work hard. So I'm just going to fire them all or like, and to, to like make like rash decisions because you're emotional about it. Right. But when you look at it, it's like, is this yeah. going to be an emotional decision or is this going to be more of a business decision? And it's, it's important to have somebody outside of your own mind helping you think through that. Um, and it can't be your wife, right? I mean, we've all tried, right? But <laughs> that only lasts so long before that just creates more emotion. And then, you know, so I watch as a lot of our people, and, and this isn't to say they're not good with their emotions. I don't think you can make it far in business if you don't have a sound emotional compass. But I do think you constantly due to that, put yourself into these like bigger and bigger situations where you're constantly outside of your comfort zone. So um, something I was taught at 18, John, I think I sent it to you if you want to share it with them was something called the transition curve. And it helped me the first year I ever started a business to just look at this and stare at it for a little bit before I went too far with like making any rash decisions. And, and this is how it goes. Most of us start out, whether it's starting a business, hiring, you know, middle management, taking on big debt to, you know, reinvest in the company, but we, we get into something where it seems awesome. It seems amazing. We're going to take on a huge commercial project, biggest one we've ever taken on. And you start in what I call uninformed optimism, right? You're in this mindset of like, what could possibly go wrong? Let's go, 
right? And you lead your team and your organization <laughs> down this route. And let's just let's just stick with the, the term of like a larger more, uh, commercial project. You get to this crisis of engagement. Things are going way over budget. You know, we're, we're not making the margins we thought we we're going to make. I can't get paid right now, so I can't pay my people. So they're questioning whether or not they want to stay on these job sites. Something starts to go wrong because you're outside of your natural ability. You're outside of the scope of what you're used to. And you know you're you're starting to go down this route when you're starting to drive from job site to job site and your mind is just kind of reeling about the situation. Like if you don't remember how you got from point A to point B the whole time you drove, but you were just like stressing about this thing, you're usually in this next stage called informed pessimism. And if you're an externalizer, you're going to say, it's not me, it's the person I signed the contract with, it's my freaking subs, it's my, it's the weather, it's, you're going to externalize a whole bunch. And if you're an internalizer, you're going to say, like, I'm not ready for this, I really shouldn't have taken on this contract, I'm way over my league, like, what am I thinking? And you're going to beat yourself up. But either way, you're not solving the issue. You're just projecting out more negativity. And then people hit this place called crisis and meaning. And you know you're there. When you're, all your brain has left to say to you is why the are we doing what we're doing, right? <laughs> and and you don't have an answer and you're frozen. And and some people freeze and they, they literally freeze up in fear and they do nothing. Some people fight, right? The animal brain, fight or flight. And some people try and run away. And, and you'll see this in your staff a lot too. You'll, you probably, it's easier to recognize it in other people when they're like, stop picking up their phone when shit hits the fan. And it's kind of like, what happened, man? It's like they have low ability to handle stress. Now, as an entrepreneur, we have a much higher gauge for this, but we will even, because we have a higher gauge for this, put ourselves in pretty extreme situations sometimes. And we have to realize, like, when we're in crisis of meaning, be very careful not to make big, rash decisions. When you're high in emotion, we all know this, when you're high in emotion, you're low in intelligence, right? The animal part of our brain is taken over and we're not using the frontal cortex too much. And so a lot of the time, it's about slow, methodical decision-making. And as an entrepreneur, a lot of us are used to rash, quick, you know, move, move and shake in decision-making. But the bigger you get, the more that becomes destructive for you and your people and, and the bigger picture of where you're trying to go. So I watch a lot of our coaches just help them like, question themselves a little bit. What's really going on? What's the core issue? Are these symptoms or is this really what's going on? And let's get down to that and let's make some more strategic moves that are more about the long-term than just firing half the staff tomorrow or whatever it would be, right? Um, and over time, you get to hopeful realism, which is it's still challenging, but we've, we've gotten through that issue. And maybe a month later, you're back in uh, informed realism or informed uh, optimism, where you can understand these big commercial jobs are challenging. We can see how they can cost us big cash flow issues if we don't have progress payments. I'm going to learn from that and move forward with you know this new stipulation every time we take on contracts. And you grow, right? And that's growth. And that's all of us grow over time from our experiences. Unfortunately, we don't learn a lot or grow a lot from the stuff that's easy. We learn a lot from the stuff that's tough. And that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. But I, I watch a lot of people in this crisis and meaning stage make the wrong decision. They burn themselves and then they never come back up and they say, we can't do commercial. We'll never do that again. And then you limit yourself and your ability to grow in your company long term. Wow. No, that's 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 the way it is. And that's the way that all of this all works out. And it's um, it's funny to see it on the little graph like that and actually say, man, I can tell you times where I've been on every single point on that on that map right there. And it's absolutely true how, how it works for us. Um, Jim, you, you talked a little bit in that video about, you know, crisis moments and stuff that you help contractors with. And this is, this is really important. What's the reason why contractors, you think, um, the importance of having that coach, why do you think it's so important for them to have it? 
<laughs> First off, Danny, that's fantastic. I had never seen that before, and that's really cool. And I was doing a lot like John. I said, yeah, I've seen myself through uh, my entrepreneurial moments uh, in, in all of those different positions. And we see our contractors in those positions as well. And what we have to realize is they're all about the decisions we make. And it isn't because of this thing that's happening right now. It's something that we did way back there that brought us to here. And we need to kind of look at that path if that's where we're at in one of those crisis situations of what were the decisions I made to get to here in the first place? Were they rash? Were they thought through? Were they calculated risk? What, what was it really? And most of the time, you know, when you get done with those conversations, it's amazing how many times that contractor goes, you know, really, if I would have done this one thing or that other thing a little bit differently, maybe it wouldn't be where it is. Um, one of those things is like training, uh, for example. Um, Danny mentioned, my staff doesn't do what I want them to do. I'm going to fire them all, right? Like that kind of concept whenever we get to crisis mode. And we'll challenge the people that we work with to think that through. Like what brought all of these people that work for you to not be doing what you want them to do? Did you apply the right incentive to get them to do what you want them to do? Did you give them the right tools to do what you're asking them to do? Do they understand their job descriptions and expectations? Are they aware of uh, the part they play in the big picture? And did you translate that vision to everybody the way you should have with the tools to help them be successful? And I would say 95 out of 100 times, that contractor will hopefully look internally and go, you know, I probably didn't give them the best training program or the best training in general. I probably didn't give them an accurate job description. I probably didn't set expectations. I probably didn't hold them accountable to the expectations I did set. And so you start to realize it's a little bit more about you and your leadership and the decisions you make than it is about the result that you're getting. And uh, once you can kind of come to grips with that and, and not get too down on yourself, like say, hey, I'm never going to do this again because you limit yourself, like Danny said, now you're able to make those decisions moving forward of laying some groundwork, laying some structure is probably one of the biggest uh, issues that we see with contractors is they've got the back end of stuff kind of at least handled. They can sell a little bit, they can produce a little bit, but the structure side is uh, where they, they tend to fall down a little bit on leadership, culture, accountability, expectations, process, and system, where if they would spend some time getting those things in place, a lot of the crisis situations that they're in uh, tend to go away. Uh, it's not that they're never going to happen, but uh, they'll be limited quite a bit. Yeah, and that's that's such an important aspect to it. If the more that you can limit and get your uh, get yourself emotionally prepared, emotionally ready, and emotionally uh, you know strong to to handle these types of situations, the better you're going to do it. And I think every contractor, every business owner, every entrepreneur can tell you that at the end of the day, the more you go through these difficult times, the easier it is to come out on the other side. And that's uh, that's the key there. But I think having though someone like you guys to help. Um, guide people through this. And, and you know, I, I keep saying this because I feel like this is really where contractors feel like coaches fall. They feel like a coach is going to be there to basically give them all the answers and give them all the, all the right tools. And like basically say here, do this, this, and this, and you're going to succeed in life. And you know, 
everything now is all honky dory when it's really not the case. It's a really like building people and people are not easy to build. Um, it's, it's a difficult process. Um, and so I, I wanted to kind of shed the light on what you guys really do, which is help contractors grow as people, which then helps them grow their businesses. And ultimately the goal is for them to reach the level of success that they were really intended to reach and go beyond that even uh, in, in a lot of ways. I can only think of my own uh, upbringing, my families, my grandfather. They didn't have coaches like this back in the day. There weren't people that were going to help them. They had mentors and maybe people they looked up to. But at the end of the day, like having high caliber people at your fingertips because of technology and everything else we have today, the opportunity to grow is, is beyond anything that we've ever had in the past. And I think that as a contractor, if you're not looking into these options and learning about what is out there, you're really doing yourself, your business, your company, your family, everyone around you a huge disservice. And that's the goal today is to to introduce these guys to like some opportunities that you guys provide that they're not going to be able to find anywhere else. And that's, and that's really what I believe that you guys offer. And so I want to thank you both for being here today. Um, Jim, you guys have a you guys have a Facebook group. I know Danny, you guys have a Facebook group. Um, I'm gonna to try to share the links to those groups in this in this uh, in the show description today. Is that cool? Oh yeah, absolutely. For both of you. Yeah, don't, cool. yeah, don't share I think Danny's, it's cool but share to get mine. people involved. In- <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. You guys are both clearly entrepreneurs. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, hey, I've no, got I, a ton of respect no. for Danny and what he does. Uh, those guys uh, do a rock star job, and that's the thing. Uh, it's it's the right coach for the right time and the right company. Uh, you should investigate all of them. You shouldn't just go at the first one that you talk to. Uh, go find the one that fits you very well. Um, it is uh, we we do more than just coaching on your business. I, I was just. Uh, pulling that up. And and whenever we work with people, we're looking at spiritual growth and development, family relationships, physical well-being, work fulfillment, mental genius and creativity. We want to bring that out in people if we can. Financial freedom and time creation and social influence and leadership. Those seven things really wrap up what our life is all about. And so it's a little bit more than business whenever we get into talking with people. And sometimes that's not the right thing for somebody. Uh, it may be some other situation or some other coach that might be uh, the right thing for that time and their uh, entrepreneurial growth. Totally. Yeah. A lot of good dudes and dudettes out there. And we're, we're here to help as many as we can. And there's, there's probably more than there are our ability to help between the two of us here, Jim. So. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, a, I think, a little over a million or something like that uh, contractors out there. I think we'll share them. How's that? Good enough? We'll split them half and half? <laughs> yeah, what, what, I'll say this. Everybody knows who's kind of out there. And there's hopefully a lot of people who are watching this podcast have been to different events, met some of us in person. And there are those who do a phenomenal job, I think, backing up their word. And there are those who are just a lot of show and no go on the back end. And um, John, um, I know Jim and I obviously, we, we really pride ourselves on what we built on the back end. There are others actually too that we work with in this industry that have done a phenomenal job on the back end of what they've built. And I think it's important that we stand together and we help each other and we help this industry become known for what it should be known for. And not just, you know, online ads with false promises, but really the back end to really deliver an ROI for a company and for an individual to change in who they are and grow as an entrepreneur. So. 
I agree. I can't wait to see both you guys at RoofCon. And uh, it's going to be a great experience. And not just, you know, hopefully this will open people's understanding further to what coaches can do and how you guys really do help contractors. And that's huge. So thank you both for what you guys have uh, have done for our industry and what you guys are doing for entrepreneurs uh, all across the board. You guys are a, an inspiration for sure. Hey, awesome, John. Hey, Thanks, hey, if, if Canada will ever let us Americans awesome. back in there after this whole COVID thing, uh, I want to hold my word and come visit you. That was the plan after we left Ireland. Oh, yeah, man. I got Jeep Rubicon ready to go. <laughs> we kind of got shot down on that whole deal. But uh, yeah, it'd be fun to to talk about, you know, even working together. It would be cool to see something like that happen. So uh, we're open to all kinds of ideas. Yeah, man. I love it. Okay. Look at that. American contractor show, bringing people together. That's what we're all about. So <laughs> thanks you guys for being here today. Appreciate it. Awesome. So folks, that was Danny Kerr and Jim Johnson with uh, contractor coach pro and breakthrough Academy. Make sure to check them out. They're both such great resources and great friends. And I'm, I'm so thrilled to have them on here. It's an honor every time that they get to come around because I know that the job that they do is very, very, uh, it's definitely not for everyone. And what they do is super awesome. And what they're helping contractors achieve is the ultimate success. If you want to be successful, you want to push yourself to the limit, you want to find out what you really truly are made of, these guys will tell you what it is. These guys will give you the tools. They will give you the resources. They will put you on the right track and help you become the best contractor you can be, which is what being an American contractor is all about. And I appreciate them for being on here. Thank you so much for watching the show today. If you haven't seen yet, we just got our merch line uh, came out yesterday. We are taking orders now for our 1.0 shirts. Those are the first shirts we've ever made. Check them out. Go to AmericanContractorShow.com. Check those shirts out. And if you guys uh, make sure to subscribe, like, share the page, tell everyone about it. We're excited about what's coming up. Be sure to tune in on Thursday at 2 p.m. for the next episode of American Contractor Show. I'm excited about it because it's going to be a continuation of today's conversation about what it truly means to be an American contractor on this Independence Week 2020. It's an exciting week, and I love I love Fourth of July. I mean, who doesn't love Fourth of July? Get to blow stuff up and hang out with people. I love it. So uh, be sure to be here on Thursday and tune in. We're gonna have some great guests, and it's gonna be a great episode. Thanks for watching today. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for watching today's show. Make sure to like and subscribe our pages so that you can stay up to date with every episode. And by the way, this show is all about you, the American contractor. Be sure to comment let us know what you want to hear about and what subjects you want us to touch on. We'll be sure to include them in a future episode. Thanks again and I hope you have a great day.